Welcome, welcome to the Brand Identity Design Business Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm your host and I've been doing this series called as the Dark Side of Entrepreneurship for quite some time. Okay, now today for a change, I'm going to be jumping away from that series to something called as AMA. Ask me anything about podcasting series. So the aim of this episode would be to actually bring important things to limelight what podcasters face as a challenge and what is the mess which has been created in the process now i have heard actually countless people speaking uh, professional podcasters encouraging others to get into the podcasting game but they they don't actually highlight what are the things which actually come along with it so today i'm going to debunk some of those things and not debunk probably highlight some of those messy side things and share with you uh, so you know just uh, so so today's topic is unveiling the messy side of podcasting you know just I, i tried coming up with a headline which was easy this is the best i could think of and we want to pull away the curtains and show you the untidiness related to podcasting so let's actually say hi to leslie leslie how are you t- uh, this afternoon i'm doing well thanks jason on this dreary day on the uh east coast but uh doing well i'm really looking forward to this and you know me i'm always pushing you to do more and more of uh, just um having your own show and you being the guest so it's great to be <laughs> yeah absolutely okay one of the most messiest thing which can happen to a podcaster especially when you do interviews is not to have uh, a guest show up on time or uh, a guest who is not able to make it for a recording so this is really messy is because it puts the podcaster in a really bad situation because uh, either you have to look out for another guest or you would have to be creative and and come up with something interesting so so heather if you if you're interested in coming up feel free to come up we're just having a just fun conversation and i'm just sharing the messy side of podcasting if you do get the opportunity please share this space Uh, so that you can invite more of your friends to join this conversation all right so so let's let's actually begin let's so the very first thing which i want to highlight is is actually buying the wrong stuff over the course of uh, one and a half two years i have actually invested a lot of money buying different items which is either not compatible or it did not ever serve the purpose so so i would encourage and and this is a really big mess because some of those items which i have purchased i have actually never used it is still locked inside uh, my cupboard or a storage facility whatever it's just lying there gathering dust and the only reason i ended up you know buying these items is because i felt this is the right thing to go ahead with so So when it comes to equipment and when I say equipments uh, the things which I'm going to be highlighting is first uh, the very first one is a microphone second would be an audio interface so all this music you know which you hear me fading in and out making my guest voice louder or uh, you know less louder whatever all this controls are being managed by something called as an audio interface so if you pick up the wrong audio interface okay depending upon what what you're trying to achieve out of it it can be a big mess 
Okay, so I would highly encourage you to speak to somebody who has been doing this or doing exactly what you intend to do and get their advice. The third point which I want to highlight is that different kind of microphones offer different benefits. So it's, it's important that, you know, you pick up the right mic. So under the comment section of, of this specific episode which we are doing, if you go through the event comments or the event notes, I have actually highlighted something called as microphone polar patterns. I've also listed down a few links to a videos which I found simple and easy to understand. I've also listed down some blogs which you can go through to understand what are the different kind of microphones and what it's intended to do. Now, polar patterns is something which you probably may not have heard many podcasters highlight about. So, polar patterns is very, very interesting subject because what it does, it, it actually shows you like a, a visual representation of what the microphone is capable of doing. So, it's like an illustration in a 360 degree view. I don't know how else to explain it. You have to look at it to understand. So the example which I have given under the event notes, I have actually demonstrated. It's actually, this is not my picture. This is from uh, from likemindmedia.com. I found this image, but I think the most of the images which are available online does not actually show you justice because uh, it just shows a circle which just some weird-ass diagram in it. So what I have done is that I have actually demonstrated it a little better. Uh, we want to look at it from a 360-degree view wherein the microphone is right at the center. And, 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 and the waveform which is highlighted around is the way how the mic is capturing the sound from either from the front of the mic or from the back of the mic. So that's what it represents. I don't know how else to explain this to you. Just go through the blogs and the videos which I have sent you you would be able to figure out the polar patterns of a microphone. The reason why this is so messy is because I have around three to four microphones I have purchased, which had the wrong polar pattern. And because of that, I, I can't use it at least for the time being. So the most ideal mic you have to look for when you look for a microphone is to buy a dynamic microphone. So to just give you some a, a little gist on what a dynamic microphone is, uh, it's it's widely used for podcasting, live performance, or even in a recording studio. So typically, a dynamic microphone has a cardioid, or I don't know how to pronounce this. I call it cardioid something polar pattern. This means uh, the sound is primarily captured from the front of the microphone and it rejects sounds from the rear. So for an example, you are hearing me from the front. If I shift the microphone on the side, you would not be able to hear me very clearly. So this is called as a dynamic microphone. So if you are trying to get into podcasting, it's always recommended to buy a microphone which is dynamic in nature. What it does is that it helps you to have optimum sound quality and it kind of rejects the background noise or the ambient noise which is in your surrounding. So for an example, if, if I switch on my fan, if you hear this noise, 
if this was an omnidirectional microphone when i say an omnidirectional microphone that means it captures noise from the entire surrounding irrespective where you speak into it this is typically good uh, you know during those old times wherein musicians wanted to actually create music and they didn't ha- they, did, they did not have a lot of microphones around so what they used to do is they used to have the microphone right at the center and they used to play all these instruments and the mic used to capture the music very creatively you know that's how we used to that's how recording used to happen and if if they wanted to actually highlight or emphasize a specific instrument they used to come closer to the mic okay so that's an omnidirectional microphone so most people what they do is they they end up buying the omnidirectional microphone and what what it does is that it captures everything from the surrounding and it becomes a total fucking mess so i would recommend buy a dynamic microphone second thing which i want to also highlight when you actually buying a dynamic microphone do not buy those cheap ass ones the reason being is because microphone needs to have some sort of weight to it i'm not saying like heavy heavy when you actually place it on your desk okay when you're moving your you know moving stuff around like you know let's say your papers you're typing in your computer whatever the microphone should be intact and it should be steady okay now imagine if you buy cheap the, the ones which are cheap what it does is that when you speak i don't know if you're able to sense this but you know this is what it does it it, it just makes these weird noise it does not have a stable shock uh, mount proof and it's very disturbing uh, because the whole recording goes waste so invest on a, a good microphone and invest on a microphone uh, you know which is of a good quality and while you're investing in this microphone try to see if you can get a microphone with uh, a stand if you are trying to do something uh, using a a mac or a laptop at home if this is what your intent is uh, then i would recommend to do follow follow these instructions you should be okay next point which i want to highlight about microphone is that when you buy these microphones try to look for microphones which are usb compatible as well as xlr compatible okay i'm going to repeat that again it has to be usb compatible and xlr compatible i'll explain why okay so when you start off initially uh, generally people who start with podcasts they all you know generally have a limited budget in most cases and they're just trying to experiment just for the fuck of it just to see if it works out so when you start off okay start with an usb mic something which is plug and play usually microphone manufacturers if they have usb and xlr compatibility both they would usually give you adapters and wires necessary to connect it now let's talk about usb mics okay usb mics are pretty you know simple ensure that your usb flash drive is always up to date connect the uh, connect the usb port to your microphone and then connect it to your computer now the messy side here is that most people assume that by just connecting the microphone everything magically happens now in most cases it does in windows i have not seen problems but with with mac users what i have noticed is that uh, the sound card does not actually get automatically registered at times so you have to always go to your audio settings and select 
the right input. When I say input, your microphone input. You always have to manually change it. And it creates a lot of mess because they keep troubleshooting. They think the microphone is the issue, uh, but they don't realize that's an additional step which has to be taken. Okay, which kind of, you know, waste time, stuff like that. So, so you know, just rephrasing everything again. Buy a dynamic microphone, okay? Uh, have a USB and XLR compatibility. If you're wondering what is XLR, all those musical instruments and studios, what they use are XLR ports. It's like a three-pointy thing. Uh, it looks quite huge. Uh, but... Audio interfaces actually is compatible with these XLR inputs. So in the near future, if you were to migrate over to an audio interface so that you increase your production quality, uh, then it's good to have a mic which is compatible to that so that you don't have to keep reinvesting again and again. This is the reason I'm saying buy something which has both compatibilities. There are also microphones which allow you to use it differently based on their polar patterns. So for an example, Blue Yeti, I think, is one of those mics uh, which allows you to... Give me a sec, I'll tell you. So it's 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 omnidirectional, bidirectional, and it's also cardioid something based. So, what, so there is a small knob on the microphone and you can adjust how the mic is actually picking up the noise. Okay, so refer to the sheet which I have uploaded and you should be able to understand uh, what it is. If you hear something called as bi-directional, bi-directional microphones are very good. If you're sitting with your friend opposite to one another and you have a microphone right at the center. You remember, Leslie, I had shared this example with you how to use your Blue Yeti. You remember uh, when I highlighted? Do you Do you remember this? We had a conversation a few months back. I guess she might be driving, I guess. All right, so let's, so, so anyway, so bi-directional microphones where the microphone would be in the center and let's say that, you know, let's, let's focus on a coffee situation, like coffee shop situation and let's say that you guys are recording something and uh, you keep the microphone right at the center and you change uh, the polar point to a bi-directional thing. Okay, I know it sounds super technical, if you're trying to get into podcasting, you kind of need to be aware of these things. If you don't know, you don't have to be a master in this. You just need to have a general sense of what it means. So choose bi-directional. So in this way, audio from the front of the microphone and from the back of the microphone, both of them gets registered. And, and it rejects the audio quality uh, you know, which has been coming from the side. So that's what a bi-directional microphone does. So depending upon the situation, you would have to use different microphones. So that's why I say it's messy because remember, you would not be able to get it, you know, correctly or accurately the very first time unless and until somebody is absolutely guiding you to make that happen. In most cases, I have seen that, you know, people just simply don't like to follow instructions. They like to do their own thing and there is nothing wrong in it. Just remember, you have to keep reinvesting again and again till you get the right spot or the right product which is going to serve your purpose. All right. I want to take a pause there. I have realized that when I do monologues, if I consistently speak, people actually get bored. So I'm going to ask Leslie. Leslie, do you have any questions you would like to ask me about what I have shared so far? 
hopefully. Um, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I'm listening as I'm multitasking, tacking up my horse to go running. But um, yeah, I have a couple of things. I noticed that I don't even use my microphone and I, the quality on Riverside is so much better now. They've really upped the ante with the quality of the listening experience and the recording that um, I'm kind of at a crossroads. Um, so certain pieces of equipment I'm actually not using. All right. So, so that's, that's a very valid point, but you are actually misunderstanding the point here. So, uh, so Riverside is acting as a medium just to record the audio. Now, it's possible you might be at a, an acoustically right environment and it doesn't have any hiccups capturing the audio directly from the microphone input on your computer. Okay, but you know, there is a possibility most people may not have the same acoustic treatment around. They may have children in the background or similar to me, you know, it sometimes rains, people yell, say weird as shit. A lot of things are going around where I stay. So I cannot actually just rely on that recording. I need to ensure that the audio goes through properly the way I want it to. So that's why you have to be a little careful in as to what you invest in. And like I said, it's all about experimenting. Everyone's needs are different. For me, a dynamic microphone makes sense because I want the audio to be picked up right in the front. It gives me a better leverage and control. Okay. Moving on to the next point, guys. So the next thing which I want to let you know is that uh, there are a couple of different kind of mics. So since we are just speaking on microphone, I'll just I'll just highlight that. Well, the first one which I was highlighting for broadcasting idly is dynamic. There are also microphone called as condenser mics, ribbon mics, lavalier mics. Lavalier mics are the ones which you just connect it to your a shirt or you pin it. Uh, next to you it has a an omnidirectional polar pattern uh, because an individual can move their head and if they don't have an omnidirectional that means a 360 degree uh, you know a polar point then it would not be able to capture the audio of the individual because people move around they shake their heads stuff like that i hope that makes sense you know what is an omnidirectional thing so lavalier mics then you have something called a shotgun mics uh, these are the ones typically used for broadcasting in television you may have seen this guy holding this boomstick with a long microphone in the front that's called as a shotgun microphone anyway it's very interesting i have a lot of links which have been listed on the show notes and the event notes please utilize those to increase your knowledge you should be able to get a lot of an idea how to go about it so so when you actually buy all these interesting things like your cables and, uh, sorry, when you buy uh, your audio interface, your microphone, your power adapter, uh, and, and it requires you to buy even more things. You know, you need you need to have something which connects to your computer. You also need to have something which goes as a power input. You need to have something which connects your headphone. Uh, if you're connecting a mobile phone, that's also another wire which goes out. And then uh, sometimes you may not have that many ports on your computer, then you would have to buy a USB hub. A USB hub is like a one solo unit which has multiple USB ports in it. You can connect that to your laptop. Uh, but it's also possible you may have a Thunderbolt or you may have USB-C. And maybe the USB hub comes in a different, uh, you know, like, you know, 
a USB, some other ports maybe, whatever. What I'm simply trying to say is that when you get into podcasting, it it is a fucking mess because there is a lot and lot of wire which you revolve around. And if you're one of those individuals who like need something clean and tidy, okay, and if you want a studio-like production, if you're investing something heavily on that, then be prepared to be organized. When I say organized, like you need to invest on something like cable ties, uh, you know, keep things efficient, uh, you know, not efficient, but cable management sleeves, cable organizer, cable ties. What it does is that it kind of, you know, reduces the chaos a bit. It ensures that, you know, things are properly kept around you and it does not look like a mess. Okay, so this is the messy side of podcasting which people don't really talk about because it does involve a lot of wires. It also involves a lot of adapters. It it involves a lot of plug and play. Like you have to plug things here. You have to plug things there. You have to ensure that, you know, things are plugged in the right spot, the right way. If something is disconnected, things, should, you know, stuff doesn't work and you probably have to just restart things over. I'm not trying to scare you, but you need to have a little technical know-how of how these things work. Okay, you need to know what what are the different kind of ports. USB-A, micro-USB, USB Type-C, Lightning, Thunderbolt. Okay, you need to know what kind of ports your laptop has. You need to also know what kind of ports your audio interface has. You need to know what kind of ports... Uh, are being used on your microphone or headphones, stuff like that. For an example, let me give you an example. If you if you have a 3.5 mm jack, remember there are two kind of 3.5 mm jacks. One is a TRS, and the other one is a TRRS. Okay, when you hear it, you know you would be like, "What the hell does this mean?" Very simple. If if you look at the uh, if you look at the 3.5 mm jack on your headphones, if it has two lines, okay, that means it's only for listening to music, okay, and to hear stuff. If it has three lines, that means it's a TRRS port. That means it also has a microphone. Now I never heard or realized about this. I never I never actually came to know about this. You know, till the time I bought my audio interface, because my audio interface to connect my mobile phone to my audio interface, it required a TRRS port, and I kept buying the TRR, uh, sorry, TRS port. So I have a lot of TRS ports which I ended up buying. It was not cheap, which went waste, just because I did not understand what it meant. The reason why you need those three liney things, uh, why you need this to connect to your cell phone, is because the phone, when you connect to your mobile phone, you're expecting the person not just to hear what you're saying, but you also want to hear what they respond back as well. That's why you need TRRS port. Now, nobody gives you this advice or guidance, by the way. You fall into this mess and that's how you know what you need to buy and what not to buy. 
So again, so equipment compatibility uh, is is not easy. I think it it takes time, but eventually, you know, people figure it out. But it takes time. So if you want to get into podcasting, you need to know how to use a computer. You should be well aware of ports. You should also know how to use the right elements to connect all these things uh, together. Like right, when I say elements, I mean wires to connect all these things together. Whew. I'm thirsty. So if anybody is interested in asking a question, please raise your hand and I would be happy to bring you up. I generally don't do monologues, as you know. I'm trying to educate as much as possible. So I want to play a song, the same song which you've heard in the beginning so that I can have a sip of water. All right. So Angelica, thank you so much for coming on stage. If anybody else wants to join me, you know, you're welcome to come up. Even you, Sonal, if you, see, you know, I see you down there. All right, Angelica, do you have a question, or would you like to contribute to this conversation? I have, I have a question because I came in at the tail end of the conversation, but I also want to comment because I, I recently had um, a podcast room that I um, started. Uh, and I um, just use the computer audio uh, using um, StreamYard, and I realized that it sounded ridiculously awful <laughs> after I heard it. And so uh, what you mentioned here about knowing what mic and all of this, I have a Yeti that I was planning on connecting uh, for this next podcast that I was going to be doing, I usually just use my my um, my iPhone, but I wanted to. It, it's easier for me to see if I use my computer, so that's why I was using my computer and the sound there. But I ju I was just wondering, Jason, can you just repeat again the different types of mics that that we should use? Because I definitely didn't. I, I came in at the tail end of that and. I'm going to be doing another podcast soon and I want to use my computer. So appreciate you, first of all, for letting me come up. This is really awesome information. And I hope you guys do more rooms because I'll be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Angelica, thank you so much for being here. Okay, so I'm, I'm glad, first of all, uh, that you understand the challenges which I was trying to highlight. Okay, so... I feel Blue Yeti is a good mic. It's not bad. Uh, most people, most podcasters would say otherwise, but I still feel it's a good mic uh, because it has USB connectivity. Okay, and I'm trying to look for the polar pattern, which I was referring to. I'll, I'll let you know the different kind of mics. Okay, you have to actually buy a dynamic microphone. D-Y-N-A-M-I-C. Dynamic microphone is what you have to buy if you want to get into podcasting. Now, remember, when you buy a dynamic microphone, it has to be USB and XLR compatible. That's all I'm asking. Dynamic microphone, and it has to be USB and XLR compatible. So that means it would have both the ports at the back. Okay, now, 
there are options available in the market which will help you to take care of this okay so don't do not worry about it so let's actually look at blue yeti blue yeti polar pattern all right so let's look for some images for blue yeti okay so blue yeti has the following polar pattern so i think there is a knob somewhere on the yeti have, have you noticed the knob which has those weird heart sign ring sign circle sign somewhere yes okay okay so yes okay and it has the echo <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so i'm gonna play something for you on the event notes give me a sec let me just save this this is called as the polar pattern so what you have to do is you have to actually select uh, the one which has a heart symbol to it that's called as cardioid okay now that's the one which you have to choose because if you choose that uh, it's very ideal if you were to do restream and you are the only person who is speaking so it will be very focused you would sound exactly like the way i am sounding at this moment once you connect yourself on restream though what you have to do is you have to go into those three dots which are on the left where you see your picture or there is something uh, at the bottom of your screen which has uh, video and audio settings at the bottom either or like wherever you get the option easy okay go into those settings go into audio settings and you have to manually select the input and output as blue yeti because if i'm not mistaken the blue yeti does have the headphone jack also at the bottom right angelica Ah, I lost you. All right, maybe she's checking out the image, whatever. So yeah, so that's about that's about compatible. No, no, no. I don't. I don't have it. I don't have it in front of me for for me to see. Okay. Out of my house. That's okay. That's okay. As far as I think But, so, it uh, does have an option at the bottom. Yeah. So yeah. um, I'm I'm gonna. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no problem. So what if I. Can I ask one more question, or sure. am I being bullguarding the stage? I have another <laughs> question because that's the only one that's doing the talking from my laptop. But let's say somebody else is talking from their phone and their from their phone, then it should be okay, right? See, uh, I I would not be able to really say what's gonna happen when somebody else does it because it depends upon what kind of background they are in, what kind of equipment they would be using. Okay, generally, if the opposite person whom you are actually, okay, generally, if you're gonna be speaking to somebody over restream, I think typically a wired headphone with an inbuilt mic solves it. that's all the opposite person requires okay and a closed off space wherein does not have too much background so i don't know if the people whom you're speaking to on restream if they are your guests or you're trying to do like a a duo podcast or something i don't know about that but it's good for even for your guests to invest in a nice usb based microphone so that you guys both get good quality input when you do streaming go ahead No, um I think that that's good information to have because um 
one of my friends uses their phone, so I'm, I'm going to suggest that they use a computer and and have that capability. So I'm using StreamYard. I, um, StreamYard. I guess they're very similar, Restream and StreamYard. Yeah, so it, it's kind of the same, Restream and StreamYard. I think just the UI is slightly different. But in terms of functionality, both of them kind of does the exact same thing. Now, it's it's very crucial, like I said, buy the right microphone, okay? Know those polar patterns. Ensure that cables and everything is streamlined, all put together, okay? And before you start StreamYard or Restream, whichever option you like to go for, ask your guests over a phone call to go to their audio settings and video settings and select the right input and output. Audio in and audio out. Okay, so audio in is the microphone. This is audio in. And, and when you're hearing me speak, that's audio out. So most microphones, which are USB-based, does have an option to connect. Uh, your headphones directly and your headphones doesn't matter if it has a microphone or if it does not have a microphone okay as long as it's a wired microphone you would not experience any issues there are also highly educated people who are out there who try to actually make even things a bigger mess by connecting it to bluetooth i mean the headphones guys uh, i want you to understand just shit does not work when you try doing wired and Bluetooth. Okay, the computer can't fucking understand what you're doing. So if you ever try connecting Bluetooth headphones and wondering like why the fuck I can't hear shit because you're a total douche for doing this. If there is an option to use wired, if you're using wired, please use wired options uh, so that you make the very best out of it. Okay, I've also heard people, uh, this Bluetooth is a complete fucking mess. I had a lot of guests, uh, you know, does this mess and, you know, it, it, fuck up, it fucks up the whole vibe and gives me a hard time. This is one of the reasons actually I actually do like a sound check 30 minutes in advance uh, so that we can sort out those mess. Would you believe that? I have to actually spend two hours... Uh, in total to do like a show half an hour before then the show and and sometimes 15 to 20 minutes post show as well you know so roughly about three hours i guess whatever so does that answer your question uh, angelica or would you like me to say anything else any other questions you have yes that answers my question thank you so much all right, please continue to be on stage. If anybody else has questions, uh, please do not hesitate to come up. And Leslie, at any point you have any questions, please do not hesitate to highlight. Uh, moving on to the next one is soundproofing and acoustics. Okay, now maybe the word itself sounds like, you know, really something huge, major, does require a lot of investment, but this shit is actually cheap. Okay, so you may have heard about, you may have seen in studios, they have these pointy looking stuff which they have in front of their computer in their recording studio okay now those things are for a purpose what it does is that it diffuses the sound and acoustically treats the environment around you it's inexpensive i think it comes vacuumed uh, in a set of 12 or 24 units okay and it's made out of sponge so when you speak what it does is that it avoids echoes 
it avoids those echoes or things you know which just sounds weird so what it does okay now the messy side about it is that you have to glue this fucker to the wall okay so uh, if you are on rent okay be careful take permission from landlords before you do this because it's going to chip away the paint if you have to move to another location stuff like that so that's a messy side so you have to glue this thing i have not come across any other method how you can have these foams around and having foams around does not mean that you have to foam up the whole fucking place with foams and sit inside it you will die just because of the pure heat the foam is going to generate it's not going to be uh, like a good spot to be on okay so so wherever you're sitting wherever your microphone is uh if you have soundproofing done if you have the foam somewhere close to that same range or maybe head level uh i think that should be good enough so the treatment is that we don't what it does is that it allows sound not to bounce back uh so that when i'm speaking you're just hearing me and you don't hear anything extra so it just diffuses that audio that's the ultimate purpose uh of diffusers uh now people actually use other things for sound treatment uh, which is foam panels and then you have diffusers then you have uh something called as uh, uh you know curtains so it's like diffusing curtains it's made out of thick material what it uh, what it does is that it does not reflect sound back i've also seen diy solutions so let's say that if you're just doing audio only you can have a lot of blankets surrounding you okay and what it does is that it soundproof the shit you know it just helps you to have a better experience okay now again like i said it's messy because uh, you would have your cables lying around everywhere you would be sitting right in the center of all this mess and and to add a little more mess to the layer uh, you know you're having these acoustic foams around or the sheets or whatever diffusers and all so it's a total mess so if you like being in such mess and enjoying uh you know recording stuff and engaging with your guests then podcasting is right for you otherwise please do not get into this because everything is glorified outside but that's not actually true it's a mess okay if you like mess and if you embrace the mess uh then it can lead to something transformative okay you would have good remarkable sound now many podcasters would also say that you know sound uh does not really matter i have noticed ton of content which does not have highly produced sound and they may have gone viral or they may have an excess number of downloads what i tell to those freaking dumb professionals who are call themselves as podcasters is uh you might be able to bullshit people once but there's no guarantee that people will continue listening to that bullshit so so what i would encourage you folks is to invest in sound because imagine if it's messy okay if if, if there is a lot of background noise it distracts people away from the content which you work so hard to produce I am positive you guys agree with me that to speak for about 45 minutes to an hour lays it takes a lot of planning preparation and it takes it takes a lot of balls okay would you like to throw that gold like content away just because you are disappointed uh, or you don't 
see the value in good sound people tune away if you hear something right now in my background that's actually rain now if this was an omnidirectional mic you would have heard this more clearly now because this is a cardioid mic you know that's why you don't hear it much but it's there it's picking it up but not to a large extent okay i can reduce the volume of the gain the when i say gain volume it's picking up my voice in a certain way i can lower down the gain if i lower down the gain you would hear my voice but you will hear the surrounding rain voice slightly less okay so if you get what i'm trying to say so that's the control and ability you have when you have the right equipment in place so moving on to the next point is storage and fucking backup nobody actually tells you this is a pandora box most people think that you're uploading everything to the cloud so it stays in the cloud i have actually made i have actually deleted a lot of my episodes by mistake you know just navigating and managing files just just you know i don't know i, I just forgot or i clicked on the wrong button i'm a human being i make mistakes okay now so to avoid all of that have some sort of backup storage buy an ssd card okay solid state drive or create a unique folder in your computer give it a name like podcast and you should be exceptionally good uh, with creating folders and organizing those folders now remember the idea here is that if i tell you go back to episode number 12 you should be easily be able to go to episode number 12 okay and it should have individual folders within itself like uh, a folder for flyers a folder for music if you have played ads a folder for ads uh, if you if you have done something extra let's say any resources which you shared with people now you would not remember the back of your mind that what is a link for that so what i do is i have notes and i save those notes as additional resources in another folder uh, and what whenever the recording is completed i save that recording also in another folder within that folder so what it does is that everything looks streamlined and organized so whenever i have to come back backtrack either reupload the episode or remove a copy of that episode or use a small bit size segment of that episode i know exactly where to find it so if you are not literate and if you don't know how to be organized within your computer you would not have a good experience when it comes to podcasting assuming you would be doing podcasting the way i do i kind of do this every week i have done 100 plus episodes so far and it's a total freaking mess okay but the good part is it's organized chaos over the course of time i have structured uh, my show and the things on my computer in a certain way that is streamlined now it's organized the next part which i want to highlight is that if you record audio directly onto a browser okay which i don't do but if you do internet connection can fuck you up big time so if you lose wifi if you lose connection or if the guest loses connection you are in a big shit okay and you would lose you would lose either the whole episode or you would have to redo things from the beginning and you may have actually recorded one of the best content out there and the world would not be able to hear that ever again so 
I would highly encourage you to use an external device like the way I'm using right now. I use an audio interface called as a Zoom P4, not the Zoom, the video conferencing tool. This is another thing, Zoom P4. It's called as PodTrack P4, which also has an inbuilt recording option. So I am recording this on my Zoom P4. I know if the internet dies, as long as my computer is connected, I don't need the fucking internet to do anything. Unless and until I'm interviewing a guest. Okay, but I know for sure uh, my stuff is safe and stored here. And the benefit here is that if something goes wrong, I can always go back and edit that audio and personalize it the way I want it. So that's the control and benefit it offers you. So if you are an average individual who has never done any kind of sound editing, if you don't understand WAV files, MP3 files, MP4 files, WMA files, those kind of AAC files, okay, this is going to be a total fucking mess. Okay, so I would recommend you to get used to these vocabulary which... Uh, podcasters generally use for audio file formats the reason why you need to know this because there is a possibility your equipment where you're recording or uh, the browser which you're using to record it may have a certain format associated to that so on spot i don't know what happens on riverside i don't know what format they record it but i am assuming typically it should be in 44000 kilohertz and it should be a WAV file or an MP3 file, either of these. So that's what I'm assuming it should be. So, so depending upon uh, your uh, podcast host, which is uh, either, uh, let's say, Anchor, okay, or or Riverside or something else, you know, whichever platforms which are out there, you upload your podcast. They should they should be able to be compatible with those files and if they are not compatible with your files you also need to convert these files to those necessary formats that's why you need to know about all these interesting things so i'm, I'm going to take a pause there and i hope you know people made sense of out of this so leslie uh, do you have a question for me so far no i'm good i'm just trying to absorb and understand and i was laughing because i know it's like the mp3 the mp4 it's 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 definitely a different language and it, it takes time to ingest and figure all of this out but i'm really appreciating this conversation thanks you're welcome okay so angelica do you have a question for me so far far i'm in the conversation um Okay, this is what you hear right now, guys. This is bad internet. Okay, this is what I'm referring to. So let's try that again, Angelica. I think we are losing you somehow there. All right. So, you know, come back. Uh, you can... So anyways, you know, if anybody else has questions, uh, you know, who... Derek uh, and Sonal and Mohammed. If you, if you guys have any questions, you know, please do not hesitate to come up and ask me those questions. Nice to see you, Derek. I have uh, sent you an email, Derek. You know, please go through it. If you do get the time, please respond to that. I would greatly appreciate it. So anyways, you know, I'm just going to move on to the next things which I wanted to highlight. Okay. Music. So remember, Spotify, Apple, these guys can really fuck you up 
if you use copyright musing i have learned this the hard way i had shit ton of episodes which i was blankly using uh, you know just hip hop music or any kind of music which is easily available on spotify and i used to play it uh, because it sounded cool and i i thought in you know, it it was a nice idea okay now although you don't get copyright strikes the way you actually get on youtube they just delete the whole thing okay i'm telling you they just delete the whole podcast if you end up having copyright strikes okay so they would give you the opportunity to fix it if you don't fix it on this on this given time they just delete the whole thing okay so what you simply need to do is buy licensable music like the one which i just played for you in the beginning like something like this okay like this uh it does cost money some audios are 10 bucks some 15 bucks some 20 some 50 it depends upon uh the artist and how new the song is uh you can also end up you know having like a subscription if you do use regularly that's the one which i opt for it turns out to be cheaper the only problem is that you would have to then rely on that specific provider uh to give you audio and it's not necessary that all the audio would be great okay that's the only drawback so 10 to 15 bucks you get a license okay and 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 what happens is that have this license also saved in your folder so for example i have a folder for music within uh, that folder so so let's say i'm i'm doing this interview with leslie so i have a folder for leslie within that folder i have multiple other folders like sound music advertisement uh, uh you know recording flyers etc 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 so i'll open up the music folder and in the within the music folder i would have the exact audio which i played during the entire show so if it was in the beginning of the show the first half of the show so i will mention first half and put that audio clip there okay if i have meant if i have played an audio on the second half or the third half if it's different songs which i played i'll mention all of that and i'll ensure within those folders all licenses are uh, also been put there so what happens is that immediately if you get a copyright strike and if they demand to ask you if they ask you uh, for license information you would know where to find it that's why being organized is so so crucial uh, especially when you do podcasting so you have to look ahead far fetched into the future because uh, if you're just doing it just for the heck of it uh, then it might as well don't do it you're just cluttering the whole space making my show inaccessible to others uh because you have just a bunch of few episodes in fact what you, what i would recommend you to do plan out this whole thing do like 50 episodes and then stop producing it it makes sense at least people have 50 episodes to consume so it makes sense uh that you know it it kind of sounds like you have put in the work and it did not work out that's why you stop podcasting okay but don't do two to three episodes and let it die because that affects other people who are really trying hard uh to be accessible to people okay so so yeah i, I hope that makes sense so yeah i'm going to actually take a pause there i might do a part 2 because there are other messy things which related to podcasting uh you know which i want to highlight so again you know uh maybe i did not finish the whole thing about music so copyright free music although it does have the word free doesn't mean the audio is actually free you have to pay for it but you don't get strikes uh what i also do nowadays is that once 
I record the damn thing. I also upload it on YouTube because YouTube does have a dedicated section called podcast. If you just guys, if you don't know. So what I do is I create an audiogram, like an audio version, a static image with wave, uh, you know, wave animation throughout a static image. And I upload this as a podcast. So what it does is that I get views not only from YouTube, I also get it from the audio-based platforming. So it's like a win-win. It helps to have a better reach. So yeah, that, that really helps. So yeah, so that's what I wanted to pause there uh, is that, you know, buy licensable music, do not take risks because uh, they will shut you down. And if you do qualify for an award, okay, and if you have copyright music within uh, your show, they disqualify you also. So, so if you're going, going to be applying for awards, awards uh, like, you know, radio awards, podcast awards, whatever, uh, please do not use copyright music because that's that's gonna mess things up big time it's good to invest in an intro music and an outro music i generally keep switching my intro music because depending upon the theme and the guest i'm interviewing i kind of have like a theme to it and i i am i i like to invest in it because i feel every time a listener listens to my show gets something new a new track uh, something fresh, something different, something which has another vibe to it. So, yeah, that makes people curious. And towards the end, I kind of play the same original track, which I always kept on playing, is to make them realize that, okay, this is my show, uh, to have some sort of commonality to it, stuff like that. So I'm going to take a pause there. I'm opening up the floor for Q&A. Anybody, there's no silly questions or stupid questions. You know, I welcome you guys to come up and and utilize my brain use my brain to learn about podcasting because i have actually died in this shit you know doing so many things and i have purchased so many items i wasted a lot of money i have learned quite a lot of things about podcasting you probably may want to take advantage of it and i'm not charging you any money for doing this okay so please take advantage of it so i'm gonna take a pause there and we will be wrapping up our show very soon so let's hear from leslie so leslie do you have a question for me by any chance okay so this thing is called as a radio silence If you are a podcaster, you need to 100% avoid this radio silence. So uh, the messy side of podcasting is that you have to keep speaking even if you don't want to. Okay, that's a messy side. You have to come up with something. You would end up saying stupid stuff, but you have to consistently keep speaking because radio silence pulls people away. Imagine if you're listening to this audio clip and I go, Now, as a listener, you would be wondering, what the fuck just happened? Did I lose my connection? Okay, did my headphones stop working? Am I out of charge? What the fuck happened? Okay, and people might end up, you know, just leaving uh, the app, not listening to your beautiful co content which you created, stuff like that. So you have to consistently speak, stuff like that. So let's actually move on to Angelica. So do you have a question? Is there anything you like to contribute? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, let you know that I did have a bad moment with the internet. So yeah, internet will mess you up. 
and I got kicked out of the room. So, <laughs> yeah, I do have a question though, um, in regards to switching files when when you have, let's say I have Streamyard on, and I and I do want to put the music on, and um, will that is there something that I need to switch out of before I put the music on, or is it is it something that you you could just easily have uh, at the beginning of the show? I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So, st if you have the paid version of StreamYard or Restream or whichever video-based broadcasting platforms which are out there, it does give you the option to download the video as well as the audio. Once you download this, okay, you can use any sort of editing software and you can add the audio in the beginning and towards the end. Now, this, are, this is good for people who does not want to invest quite a lot on an interface, an audio interface. Okay, but audio interfaces does not cost much. The one which I'm currently using, I think it costed me around 300 to 350 bucks. It's slightly expensive here in India. Yeah, so that's the money which I spend to buy this audio interface. What it does is that, for an example, while, uh, while we are speaking, okay, we can go ahead and it, it can be like an intro music like this welcome guys you're listening to so and so and 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 you can increase the volume don't say anything and you can gradually fade out the music like the one that i'm doing and i can increase the volume again i can reduce it again Total fucking control. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So I, I, I <laughs> so would have been... kind of audio in interface? Yeah, audio interface. So this is the control which I'm speaking about. So you would be able to do this uh, on StreamYard or Restream or whichever video-based broadcasting platforms connected to a computer then and there itself. You do not have to worry about editing. The reason I invested in this equipment because I don't want to fucking edit anything. The reason being because it is time consuming and I don't want to become a perfection monster. And the third thing, you are not getting paid to do any of this stuff. The client, uh, not the client, the guest whom you're interviewing is not giving you a single penny for editing all this stuff. Why waste money and resources for them instead let's be creative that's why you have the audio interface and and you control things uh, i can control my volume for an example i i can increase my volume or i can reduce my volume okay all this control is right there uh, in in your hand so that's what an audio interface does uh, i would recommend you to buy the zoom Pod track P4 Zoom P O D T R A C K P4 one of the holy grail of devices I have ever seen. Uh, there are also other devices which are available, but I found this to be the absolutely best because it's made in fucking Japan, and this guy knows their stuff. The UI is very simple. the The thing here is, you need to have a decent understanding of how knobs work, what is gain, and what is less gain. So let, let me demonstrate this with an example. Angelica, say something. I'm going to show you what is gain. Go ahead.
howdy how you do okay continue speaking <laughs> don't pause okay uh, i i did the un- unthinkable i i made the sound go away and that's against the law in podcasting so i shall continue <laughs> talking until you tell me Stop. So and then you will soon get tired of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take a pause there. So while she was speaking, while Angelica was speaking, you heard her voice either peaking too high or going very low. So what happens is that some guests or some people whom you are interviewing are complete dumb fucks. And no matter how much you tell them that keep your microphone close, they simply just don't understand. So for such individuals, uh i would like to have control wherein i can increase the volume from my side and and see when i say when i abuse them i don't mean it out of disrespect it is just frustrating because uh you do send out instructions and people tend to not follow it even though it's written in simple english even though you have tried communicating this so as a podcaster remember if you're going to be dealing with people nobody uh not not all of them but some people would give you a really hard time okay so be mentally be prepared for this because this is the messy side of podcasting which people don't tell you about you need to have a little understanding about things so i exhausted myself in the beginning making them understand can you be can you be close to your mic because i can't hear you i want to ensure the recording is done properly i tried and exhausted myself and i came up with a solution by just buying an audio interface in this way you have better control if you have noticed on streamyard or restream uh, if you have noticed angelica when you log in on the left hand side where you see your picture it also has a volume slider to it so at any given moment if your guest audio is not peaking in very high you can always slide it either to increase it or to decrease it manually that's the same volume knob which i'm referring to you have it on audio interfaces what it does is that it gives you creative control either to bump it up or to reduce it down to an extent you know it's hearable so yeah so those kind of things so i'm going to take a pause there again you know just angelica do you have another question you like to ask radio silence yes um <laughs> i do what was the name yeah <laughs> that you know why uh, i'm sorry i was taking notes in my notes at the same time mm-hmm. i should have just yeah just invested in bringing a, p- a pencil and paper but um, <laughs> I, i just need the name of that interface again yeah so it's zoom <laughs> like 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 the uh, video conferencing tool like the zoom z o o m but it's a japanese company it's not the video uh Uh-huh. meeting thing z o o m uh, name of the equipment is yeah. pot track p o d t r a c k pot track maybe uh, it has a c track? or What maybe it? it just has a k i don't know uh, i don't remember exactly oh it does only oh, have a k track? yeah p o d t r a c k pot track p4 i will actually leave the image uh, on the event notes so that it's it's actually easy for you folks zone pot track That's nice. uh p4 all right pot so track with the p is in potato yeah p as in papa number 4 okay okay so i am just going to go okay. to so this is how we avoid radio silence uh, okay we have to just keep yapping saying something or the other i posted okay. on the <laughs> uh, notes zoom 
corp.com just click on this link you should be able to see this image it's just a beautiful equipment the reason i like it is because it's reliable made in japan and uh, it does have a lot of control you can play music in between you can have around four people recorded at the same time you can connect to your mobile phone that's how i was playing music in the beginning i can't play it now because you know we want to avoid copyright Okay, and uh, so you can have your phone connected, you can have your computer connected, and you can simultaneously record yourself and another friend, and you can use the whole four ports. And it also has these individual headphone jacks so that everyone gets their own headphones, and they should be able to hear it based on their preference. It's pretty interesting. That's what an audio interface does. All right, so I don't know. Did you get the link, Angelica? I, I just posted it on the event notes. All right, perhaps no. Yes. All right, all right. So uh, Leslie is back. Leslie, do you have a question before we wrap things up? No, I think you've covered a lot of territory, a lot to absorb. So thank you, Jason. Appreciate today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Having problems with 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 them, please. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I say do not <laughs> rely but yeah, I, I, <laughs> on, on internet, you know, because it can mess you up. Go ahead, go ahead, Angelica. I appreciate all the information. And I followed you, Jason, so um, we could communicate further because I, I think this is very valuable. I appreciate all your information. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think I also sent you an invite. So, yeah, thank you. I appreciate this very, very much. And thank you, Sonal, uh, for that message. I really appreciate it. Uh, I see Rose there down in the audience. So Rose, you came in a little late, but I was sharing the messy side, the sweaty side of podcasting, which people usually don't speak about. So next week, uh, I had a guest scheduled, but, you know, due to scheduling issues, uh, some something happened and, and my guest is not able to make it even next week. So what I would do is actually I would do a part two of the same thing and share with you even other messy items when it comes to podcasting, which I have come across, which people usually don't speak about. Once you understand all these messy things, I think you can consciously and collectively take a decision whether you actually want to get into this. Uh, because it's not easy and I'm, I'm not trying to provoke or uh, stop anybody from becoming a podcaster. That's not the intent. The intent is to tell you what really happens and what you have to be prepared for. So if you don't possess or don't have the skill set, you would feel exhausted and you will feel like this shit is not working out for me. I am not enjoying podcasting. There's something wrong with me. People don't get it. Whatever. Hi, Rose. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining uh, Jason, us. Jason, I'm so I, I'm so upset with myself that I I signed up for it because I was looking forward to this, and I totally got sidetracked. But you, I just was struck by what you said, exhausting, and I was just like wondering what was the most exhausting part uh, for you. Okay, so the most exhausting part, let's, let's take this episode for an example. So the most exhausting part about this episode is that 90 people said yes to attend an event and still only four to five people show up. Okay, okay. Now, why 
you feel exhausted is because you have been marketing the episode for almost a week. There's nothing wrong. Okay, people can make their preferences and choice. I'm saying if you're not planning on attending the event, just don't say yes because it fucks up my analytics. It 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 you know, you can't make out like who's going to show up, who's going not going to show up, and you're doing this to entertain people so that you know you have a better leverage stuff like that so that's one second point being no matter how structured and how carefully you want uh, the show to be premised around it would never ever flow in the same way you would end up saying something early or you would say something you know towards the end it'll be a clusterfuck it's not going to follow in sequence <laughs> irrespective you know how well you plan this stuff so it's exhausting third uh, the place where i stay the weather is usually quite warm and it is it is unbearable to actually sit in the heat and speak for a consistent hour uh, not be able to cool yourself off so that's why i said it's exhausting it's really, really well i I've, i've had that happen before where like uh 280 people signed up for the event and only like 23 showed up or whatever. I mean this this stuff happens like all the time. And yeah, people like may might think um they're going to come but then, you know, uh it's it's a further ahead and then they forget about it. Like there's no reminder. This is the issue I think that maybe LinkedIn can address is where like sending out reminders that oh this is approaching like um, come join us there's no such thing here on linkedin to remind people because if it's if they signed up like a week in advance trust me they're going to forget about it um and um yeah so i think this is something maybe they that we can bring up to linkedin's attention as well if, if cuz this this whole audio events thing is is fairly new actually uh, it's a new endeavor that LinkedIn has launched and so maybe they're still in the experimentation phase. I wouldn't take it too personally, but I think if you uh I don't know if you recorded it, I would love like to listen to the recording um or like listen to the podcast itself. Uh did you is this part of your podcast? Yeah, this call is being recorded and monitored for quality and training purposes. Yes, Rose. Yeah. We are recording so as we speak. So I would love to hear it on the podcast when 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 you um send it out. But yeah, it it happens all the time. Like that happened to us, hi Angelica. We Angelica and I also host like um a collaborative event together. So it's, sometimes it happens. Um but yeah, I I I can Definitely. Understand. Definitely. It's normal. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's um I think I've I've gone to some of your other events and a lot of people would come, so this is just a one off, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not really upset. I'm I'm just saying is that LinkedIn has a limitation with the number of invitation you can potentially send. So the reason I'm upset is because you say yes but you don't show up, but my invitation is being wasted. I can only send 1000 invites a single week. So I could have potentially shared that invitation to somebody else who could have attended uh, but you know they I could not reach that individual because you said yes we could have avoided right. that <laughs> but anyways yeah. you know so you know so but you know those are the things which happen so as as a podcaster remember people are not going to love your shit always uh, there would be times <laughs> 
nobody would show up and 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 there have been times especially when i used to do rooms on clubhouse i used to stream simultaneously on clubhouse too and i used to also do a st- live stream directly on twitter spaces as well so we used to do three kind of streamings linkedin audio clubhouse and twitter all of them combined real time at the same time what i realized it was a complete total waste of time to do those other streams because people simply don't turn out uh the reason being either it's a topic or uh sometimes people just love your shit initially and and then they get bored of it so as a podcaster remember you always have to be entertaining come up with new new things which people are excited about and and speak freely i have noticed the moment you st- uh speaking freely uh expressing your point of view then people listen i have made a lot of close friends that way so anyways yeah, you know I've, go ahead i think if it's too scripted i think it might be also a hindrance um i think if you are genuine to speak from the heart um yeah i i don't know it's it's i'm so i want to launch a podcast actually this is something i've been sitting on for a while and um yeah i i appreciate your honesty because um uh, just thinking that it's going to be easy it's it's a uh, pretty naive to think to go into it thinking oh i love to talk i i i love to talk about different uh, topics i'm very passionate i think i have a unique perspective on things let me launch a podcast it doesn't guarantee you know success it doesn't guarantee even if you're putting out quality content it doesn't mean you know, you're going to have a devoted audience unfortunately i don't i don't know how it works like if i could rig the game i would but It's really tricky to there's only a few handful of podcasters that actually are the top like 1% so So true. I personally don't aim uh to be on the top or something of that sort. My aim is to practice public speaking. Actually interview my guests and if there is a possibility I can actually have you know them hire me for my design services. I make money off it. So I personally don't actually care how much spread the podcast has as long as I'm able to make a living off it. Uh you know something or the other. That's all I really care about. So you know people would have their own preferences. I think the first thing if you were to start doing a podcast is to find out which category you want to dominate. Most people just get into the topics and start a show, give it like a good name and just go ahead. You want to find out which category you fall under because when you actually apply for awards or if you qualify for awards, that's the first question they're going to ask you. Which category does your podcast fall under and if you have not categorized it the right way you would not get mm-hmm. shit uh you would not oh, win shit <laughs> yeah so you have to decide like if it's business if it's comedy entertainment uh, early on like so what happens if you pivot and you want to decide to go a different direction do you have to change the categorization like formally or Yeah that's really interesting because I am not actually pivoted away from what I generally do okay so I I I don't think there should be a problem uh because uh if you do pivot away I'm guessing you would do xyz episodes uh you know or you know what I would do is I would start off saying that you know guys we will be doing a sequence of shows uh focused on these topics 
so series one season one episode one to twelve will be focused on healthcare. season two we would be focusing on comedy season three we would be focusing on this season four stuff like that the whole essence of what you would be doing uh, like there would be some sort a sort of structure to what you are trying to execute out of it so so like for if you ask me like you know the core concept of my show is business uh, because i find business to be very fascinating i wish there was some sort of dedicated guy uh, helping me with different information of what the hell people are doing around the world think about it when i interview these individuals they come up with their unique perspective of how they conduct business and how they have become successful shit i want a piece of that because that's going to help me explore learn a lot more and implement probably some of those ideas in my business and grow and scale and if i do end up having ever a client who is also in in the same field as theirs we can share ideas how we can make them a success so so it's like a win-win uh, for a lot of things and that's why I keep doing it. So anyway, yeah, I remember guys. you've had uh, you've had some major guests on which is really cool. I'm, I I think maybe the next part of it you could focus on how you book guests as, as well because I think that's very interesting how you were able to get some big names actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I want to tell you the truth Rose I personally don't like those big guests anymore. I used to be oh. fascinated with them and I think most people are fascinated having big guests. I have realized that it does not necessarily affect the show the way you like to. Just because but yeah, you might think or we normally assume by having high profile guests uh there is a possibility the opposite person's audience would come and listen and engage with you and in that medium you might get more traction and momentum and there is some truth to it i'm not saying no but the thing is the guest whom you are interviewing the high profile guest should also treat you the same way as you're treating them like go on social media uh give a shout out or say that i'm going to be here please join in if the guest disregards you completely i'm not saying my guests have done that but if they disregard you and they don't do any promotion this is as good as you not having them on the show so if you're having an influential guest they should also treat you exactly the same way you want to be treated otherwise i don't think it's going to do any justice that's just my yeah, point of view that's interesting that's really interesting thanks for sharing that No problem no problem so let's actually wrap up today's show i want to thank each and every one for listening to my bullshit uh, i hope you learned <laughs> something from this uh, the recording would be available in a couple of hours either today or tomorrow wherever i love you guys please take care of yourself uh, i know it's messy but you know behind the mess behind the chaos that's where the beauty lies because not everybody can walk this path Uh, and that makes it special so take care have a lovely morning evening afternoon wherever you're in the world take care bye